Trust Studios, WKSC-FM Chicago, 103.5 KISS-FM, and iHeartRadio Station. Here's Fred and Angie. Good morning, everyone. It is Monday, May 11th. Fred and Angie are here. Hello, Angie Taylor. Hello. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. I see Rufio without the mustache. Yeah, that was his gift to his wife for Mother's Day. He looks 10 years younger. He looks good. 10 years younger than the 10 years younger he already looked. Yes. For like the first five years that I knew him, I thought he was 10 years younger than me, only to find out that we're basically the same age. Got a baby face. Look at you, man. Was it hard to see it go? It's a lot of hard work. Many, many months of effort. Yeah, literally down the drain. Yeah. Down the drain. I know. I know. Yeah, it was sad. It looks good. Yeah. And then Jess looked at me. She's like, you look different without a mustache. I was I like, like, what? I like it better. What do you want me to do now? It's going to take another four months to get that thing back. Right. What are you talking about? That was hard work, girl. I'm uh, Kaylin and Paulina. Of course, Rufio is here. The entertainment report in about 15 minutes. What's coming up, Ange? Well, Khloe Kardashian's prank on her sister, Courtney had the internet's outraged yesterday. I'll tell you what she did. Uh, we got a local business to plug in. Some free stuff to uh, give you after Trevor Daniel falling is on 805 on 103.5. Good morning. Trevor Daniel falling, 807 on 103.5. Kiss FM, Chicago's number one hit music station. Fred Nagy, good morning. A boxcar toffee. Our friend Christy, our friends, Christy and John, a.k.a. Boxcar. That's what we always called him growing up. We called John Boxcar. Boxcar. And that dude could make some toffee. Let me, t- <laughs> let me tell you something. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's true. Boxcar is from Cary, and he makes the most mouth-watering toffee around. Mm. Uh, and they have a great gift idea for every occasion, offering a half pound of toffee with a washable, reusable face mask made of fabric and purchased from a local mask maker. Wow. Toffee and a face mask. Why not? Um, you can deliver toffee to your house, um, and I guess they'll ship it to anywhere in the U.S. too. It's nice. cookingwithboxcar.com. And I got a bunch of gift cards for uh, for our boy, Boxcar, and the toffee. Support yeah. local business. We'll get you started. 855-591-1035 if you want this. Also, uh, right here, we'll plug your business every single day. Uh, local restaurants. Whatever it is, local services, whatever's open right now for the next couple of weeks, uh, we'll plug it right here on the show and tell everybody to come out and, and get on the website or stop by for curbside pickup or delivery or whatever it is so uh, we can hopefully bring you some business for the next couple of weeks. You can sign up at uh, 1035kissfm.com. That's how you do it. Also, fredangie.com, too. All right. right on. I think he probably should have shipped us some toffee so we could have, you know, because yeah. I haven't had the t- Boxcar's toffee in a very long time. Come on, Boxcar! Yeah. I feel like in order to properly endorse this, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we should have probably sampled some. Love toffee. Mm. So, do you guys, do you want to talk next about... Um, what I'm cons- uh, a, a concern I have about a new addiction, Uh-oh. a potential new addiction, or do you want to talk about, or, or should we dissect a an Instagram message I got over the weekend, and I'm not sure if I'm offended. Well, I like them both. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll get to both. Yeah. yeah. Good. Let's uh, do both. Well, we're going to do both, but which one comes <laughs> right. first? Let's, we do got- the, let's do the addiction first. Okay. Yeah. Okay, because we got four hours. <laughs> we got lots of time. All right. So which... Which one? <laughs> All right, we'll talk about the addiction then. Uh, after Post Malone on 103.5. Post Malone, 103.5, KISS FM, Chicago's number one hit music station. Fred and Angie, the entertainer report in 10. We'll do trending stories after that. Blog's coming up too, and a thousand bucks after nine. Um, I need people to explain to me what I've just done. 
And I know that you can, Rufio. 855-591-1035. I'm serious about this. I was talking to someone yesterday, a friend of mine, and she mentioned being in quarantine and and being a gamer. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what? Like, I, It wasn't surprised that a woman's a gamer. I was surprised that this friend of mine's a gamer okay. for a lot of reasons. One because I didn't even know. I had no idea. She said, oh, yeah, I do everything with the first-person shooters. I'm like, yeah. okay. Whoa, wow. Which is like the popular thing right now. And then, over the weekend, I was also shocked to learn that one of our very own is a gamer. <laughs> Kaylin is a gamer. I don't know that you could call me a gamer. First-person shooter? No. Yeah, she's into the first-person <laughs> shooters, man. That for, I know uh, she plays. Um, <laughs> it's, it's The Sims. I, I have a problem. Um, if you would have told me I would have been getting high and watching The Sims all or playing The Sims all the time yeah. you know, a year ago, I would have been like, no because way. Because that's why I'm like, what are you doing tonight? Because it was Saturday and we flew the dog. And I'm like, what are you doing tonight? She, oh, I'm probably going to get high and play Sims. I'm like, that's funny. Dude. My sister has like, a date no, 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 tonight no, no, no. or something. Dude, no, my staying single. And they keep trying to get me to get into a relationship. They're like, why don't you start a... I'm like, get off my bed. So here's the thing. This isn't even where I'm going with this. So I downloaded Sims on Saturday on my, my daughter's iPad addicted to it, too. And it's tried so to play it, but, like, I don't know. I just couldn't. You have to, like, it takes time. You have to earn money. You have to. Patience. Yeah. yeah. It's, it take, mm-hmm. it's a, you're uh, in for the I, long haul. Mm-hmm. Maybe I need faster, more instant gratification. Yeah. But, but then, so this girl's like, you need to download on your Switch Animal Crossing. That <laughs> If you can't handle Sims, you can't handle Animal Crossing. Are you sure? Animal Crossing is just, like, you... <laughs> It's like real time. So whatever your thing does, your your character does. You it's, gotta wait. You gotta build your island. You gotta build everything. It's a long process. How long you gotta wait? Like real time, whatever. I don't know. I've never played it. What but if it takes five years to grow a palm tree? I mean, come on. Like right <laughs> now, I don't have that much time. My sim is doing a work event that takes twelve hours. So I gotta wait twelve hours Stop for it. her to get paid for this. Yes, it is. It is same thing in Animal Crossing. It's just like a daily life like yeah. game to play. Uh-huh. So she said, "Download Animal Crossing." Oh, so I'm like, "All right, you don't so, have the patience for well, it." Well, we'll see. So I, I <laughs> first of all, I had to find the switch. I had to blow the dust off of it. Yeah. Then I had to charge it, and then I had to update it because <laughs> I haven't turned it on since Japan was a year ago. And um, then I see that uh, the game is sixty bucks to download. Yeah. So then I text wow. this girl again. I'm like, "Do I really want to spend sixty bucks?" She's like, "I don't know. Try it." So I did. Now I haven't actually started. <laughs> But I tweeted about it last night, and people were like, oh, my God, forget about all your free time. Like, you're going to be addicted. Yeah. But it's, I'm really going to try. Like, like, I'm really going to try to understand. It's like having a... What else you got to do? A pet oh, that you need to, like, take care of 24-7. Right. It's like a... The, oh, the, the, the yeah. You have to uh, that, be on it. I don't know if it was The Sims that it... It wasn't the time that it took. It was... I guess I was just so early in it that... Uh, it was. It kept popping things up and like telling me what to do and how to. And I'm like, I don't. He's like, oh, social. You no. can build your mansion. You could do your wife, you and your wife's mansions, and then do the bridge. You could build all that. Well, I only had a little house. So far, I only had a couch and a bed. Well, and that's a, what. Ha- that's what happened. And then all I had in the bathroom was a toilet. I didn't have enough money yet to like. If you, if you got everything at once, what, what, yeah. where, would, where would the game be? In Why that? Would like, fun? there's no fun. I mean, in that. I'd, I'd like to try that sometime. <laughs> getting everything at once. And Anything then, that's and building. Then that like that game or like Minecraft takes time. So then people start tweeting it. me and like DMing me, going, "Well, if you want to come to my island, I'll give yeah. you all the fruit uh-huh. that you need, and then all these other things." Um, and I'm like, "Well, I don't even know what I've just done, and, and <laughs> I don't even know that I can stay committed to it because I'm not, it. I'm not a gamer, but I'm not opposed to it because it's the same thing with the comic books. I know a lot of very very smart people who I admire. These are even even like like famous successful people. They're way into comic books and they're into these games. There's got to be something to it." 
Well, you can't force yourself to be into something just because other people are into it. You, I mean, I, yeah, sure I can. Either you like it or you don't. There's got, there's got to be something cerebral. There's got to be some value. And these people are smart and successful, and they like this stuff. So I'm trying to like it. <laughs> Kimberly. Who, me? Yeah, hi. Hi. What have I done to myself? And am I going to be able to, am I going to like it? Um, personally, I have Animal Crossing, and I got the KK fighter not that long ago. Because the whole point of the game is you have to get this character to come to your island and do a whole concert. Um, so that's the objective I, is someday someone comes to my island and plays a concert? <laughs> kind of. Like, the main objective is obviously build a, like, you have this island and you have to make a village out of it. And, like, you can get all these different characters. And, like, there's certain people that are like, oh, my God, this character's ugly. Or, oh, my God, I want this character. Personally, I don't care what characters. But, like, it's so cute with all the characters, all the things you can buy. I actually had a very like a like a manly man say to me, and a friend of a friend of mine texted me and go, "The characters are really cute. Come to my island." See the problem? I'm like, is, dude, what is going on? The problem is, you would spend too much time on your own character, what it looked like, and you wouldn't. Even, and you would you start would... spending real money. I know you, and you would start no. dishing out real no, money. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm not going to pull an Angie. <laughs> that's an Angie. Yeah, that's what you say. I'm now. over here going, "Wow, I get so much crap for playing Best Fiends on my phone." That's an Angie man. <laughs> Spend money over here. You already, you already spent $60. Yeah, that's enough. That's enough if I don't like it. So, Kimberly, am I going to be able to figure this out? Like, because I'm not a gamer. Like, I don't, I really don't know a lot, which is why I have the Switch, because there aren't that many buttons on it. <laughs> um, it's, I think it's, like, a really easy game, like, to figure out, like, it gives you a, like, it tells you, like, this is what you have to do. This is how you can do it. Like, it'll say, like, if you want money, you have to sell Wait, whatever you can to Timmy and Tommy. I don't know. I don't think it's. Is this game only on Switch? (laughs) Yeah. I got some time later. I'm going to dive in and I'm going to see what I think. And maybe I won't like it, but. Um, but it, hey, everyone's talking about it, and this girl's like, "Oh my gosh, you have to try!" And then as soon as I tweet it, like thirty people are like, "Oh my god, you're gonna love it!" Oh my god, this come and oh my, my god, island. Come, come to my island. Come to my island. I got the fruit, no. and I got the cute characters, and I got the this and that, <laughs> and I got the donkey nope. and the llama. And I'm like, "What is going on?" I don't. I, I feel like I'm missing out, so I'm gonna try it today. And then I even Dave Ryan goes, "Oh, you're gonna love crushing the rocks. What's well. crushing rocks? What is that?" <laughs> there you go. Uh-huh. Um, I don't crush rocks. I hit the rocks with a shovel, and sometimes, like you get iron, or sometimes you get money out of it. it I don't know. What I'm just, I don't know what I've done. I'll yeah. let you know tomorrow if I'm selling the whole thing. I'll, I'll sell the switch with the game on it. Uh, you can sell that real quick and try and recoup my losses. Uh, thank you, Kimberly. Have a good day. Thank you too. Is Sims better on other? Like, do they have Sims for Switch? Like, would I like it's it better way, on a different platform? It's better because what the hell is crushing rocks? Like Sims, like you can have sex, you can have a. It's like real. Yeah, you did ask me how old I was when I signed up. Yeah. I guess that's like for content. You can see them naked in the shower with rosebud. They get naked. Do you, do you listen? You don't. You don't remember that? You don't Sims? remember Sims? I didn't. Rosebud. I never code? did Sims. What? The, the closest I ever got to Sims was when I was like eight years old. Was that what was that game that was like forbidden? What? Um Le- um, <laughs> Leisure Suit Larry? Yes. Yes. What's that? Yes. All Larry. Of those. Leisure Suit Larry. Uh huh. And it was like it was like, on, like I know somebody on like, like the, the, the four eighty six <laughs> yeah. or whatever, uh-huh. like whatever that Leisure was. Suit Larry. And I was like eight years Larry. old, and somebody's older brother played, had it. I played it like eight years old yeah. too. And, it's a and very it was sexual totally game. forbidden. It was like uh-huh. he was like a I never knew about that game. And he was out here, and he could pay for his goal was to have sex with the other character. Grand Auto. Then he would get in stupid. 
stupid dilemmas yeah. would stop them. Yeah. Like, and that was like condoms and everything. Like, we'd and, wait till one in the morning and, like, what? sneak in and play this game because it was what? dirty. Uh-huh. That was, yeah. And it was, like, pixelated boobies. Yeah. <laughs> and, when he, and when he would get it on, like, he'd have to buy condoms. And when, when he would get wow. it on, it would be like. You had to, before yeah. you got into the game, you had, had to answer questions. questions. Like, like, who is the president in 1984? Richard Nixon's uh, <laughs> vice president. Seriously. I was like, so what? are they testing you to make sure that you're old They're enough? Old because yes. there wasn't uh-huh. the, you oh, couldn't wow. like Google back then yeah. and get the wow. answer. You uh-huh. had to actually know. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, That's Leisure crazy. Suit Larry was the thing. Leisure Suit oh, Larry. Man, I played all, there's like seven versions of it. Seven, like seven yeah. episodes of it. Oh, it Did was. Did you wear a Leisure Suit? Yeah. It sounds pervy. Yeah. We have a sales guy named Leisure Suit. A white Leisure Suit with a black collar. Leisure Suit Larry. Well, and there was also the, also like like when we would download uh, Puerno as yeah. a young as a young one, I'm it would take like wear. yeah, it would take like forty five minutes to download yeah. one image. Uh-huh. Damn, yeah, yeah. These were the good old days. These were the nineties. You had to really work for it back then. Yeah, it was hard. Or like um, the Spice Channel on cable, and if you switch the channels yes, fast you enough, you see that between would... the lines. <laughs> yeah. The fuzz. By yeah. the time you could see anything, you're like, I lost it already. How first. do we go from Animal Crossing to Spice Channel? I, I, That's I don't why know. you shouldn't play the game. Probably. I'm gonna go back to Sims maybe. <laughs> Uh, the Entertainment Report after Doja Cat on 103.5. This is Angie's Entertainment Report. Yeah. With Fred and Angie on 103.5 KISS FM. And it's brought to you by ComEd, keeping you informed. was so sad to wake up today and see that Jerry Stiller passed away. He died of natural causes. He was 92. Of course, actor, comedian, father to Ben Stiller. Ben confirmed his death in the early hours of Monday morning, writing on Twitter, I'm sad to say that my father, Jerry, passed away from natural causes. He was a great dad and grandfather, the most dedicated husband to Anne for 62 years. He'll be greatly missed. Love you, dad. Um, after a long career performing in comedy routines with his wife, Anne Mira, appearing on Broadway, guest starring on TV series, he became known of of course, as Frank Costanza yeah. on Seinfeld. You know about the cuff sizes? They got the A. Serenity now! Serenity now. Uh, Leah Remini's father on King of Queens, Zoolander's manager, all those things. So, of course, Mira died in 2015. So, they're now together at Del Boca Vista yeah. Phase 2. <laughs> You're telling me there's not one place in all of Del Boca Vista? Del Boca Beppo? In the outtakes. Oh, my God. I love Jerry Stiller. Um, Despite toilet paper shortages during a global pandemic, Khloe Kardashian and her nephew, Mason, TP'd Courtney's house. So, Courtney Instagram videos of her house covered in toilet paper. And that's a huge house. Saying it was the most excitement she's had in months. Calling it genius. People on social media, of course, were pissed. Um, Despite all the Tristan stuff, I didn't think Khloe Kardashian would be that stupid to TP her sister's mansion during a time where people are literally struggling to find a six-pack of toilet paper. So... Yeah, that's... It was insensitive. Not good. I mean, stores are limiting one pack of toilet paper per customer. Meanwhile, Chloe is TPing a mansion, and it's covered, so that was a lot of toilet paper. Uh, Saturday Night Live sketch, which I thought was hilarious, (laughs) called Let Kids Drink. I've got the song. It's two minutes long. you got to play the whole thing because it... It shifts at one point. It it's kind of like a take on, you know, how all these celebrities are doing, like the Disney sing-alongs. Yeah, it's very Broadway-esque. Yeah, kind of no, it sounds like a Disney song. It yeah. sounds like uh, the Little Mermaid from it the does. Little Mermaid. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, it's called Let Kids Drink. It created a minor controversy on social media Which, if you don't Saturday. think this is funny, you don't have a sense of humor I mean, here. come on. The following is a public service announcement. Well, Mother's Day is Sunday. 
Father's Day is in June. It's been a hard ass time for families. Feel like the animals in the zoo. Trapped. Parents need some help these days. Kids could use some too. Help. So given the special circumstance, we'd like to introduce a special rule. Let kids drink. <laughs> Just like mom and dad. If they got a little buzz on, would it really be that bad? Let <laughs> kids drink. Tiny drink. Just a couple sips. Full drinks. <laughs> they'll be happier and funnier, and they'll fall asleep <laughs> by six. And there's like images of the kids in the bed with like bottles yeah, next yeah, to them and it's stuff. It's hilarious. Yeah. To help them fall asleep. That's history. So a teeny tiny white claw is just a babysitter <laughs> on the chain. <laughs> Let kids and friends drink wine. A bottle or two a day. <laughs> we asked child services and they said it was okay. Let Except that one kid on the list who drove when he was Babies look drunk anyway. Just like I would. Kids are quite resilient. It kind of goes on. Yeah. But anyway. So people took to Twitter freaking out. One said, seriously. Let's kid let kids drink. Wrong message. Um, li- let kids drink. Literally anyone that's been in an abusive relationship with alcohol. I mean, come on. Some people defended it, of course, saying there are two types of people in the world: the ones who think let kids drink was freaking hysterical, and the ones that have no sense of humor. Another, I mean, come on. Another person said the reason why this is a parody is because, duh, it's really bad to let kids drink. <laughs> if it was a good idea to allow your kids to have a white claw, it just wouldn't have been a yeah. thing. So, else you don't need a drink for sure. What is this, Britain? Spears talks about how she's getting through quarantine with her master class. Oh, please. Oh, oh my yeah. God. The fake Britney Spears. I died. And that's okay, because all my favorite stuff is here. <laughs> Oops, I burned my gym down. So now I exercise outside. When I'm looking for a creative outlet, sometimes I'll paint. Sometimes I'll pull. You have to see the visual. And I'm spinning yeah. as a needle. My loneliness is, is literally yes. saving uh-huh. So it's like one of those master class things where yeah, it's like, it's so they're, like they're like Bob Iger. They're like, what's my day like talking about the yeah. principles of a female, you know, character in Aladdin or whatever. Yeah. They had the girl um, that plays Fleabag doing one. Yeah, and she Phoebe, kept like Phoebe, Phoebe Waller. Yeah, yeah, and she kept looking at the cameras. John Mulaney was the other one. Yeah, oh, I gotta watch this it, episode. It's so good, the master class. But the Britney is so oh, dead man. on. I was and dying. that girl's doing it like outside in her front Chloe yard. Chloe Feynman, she's like, hilarious. She's amazing. She's I kind of want to get that masterclass thing. <laughs> it's so expensive. It is expensive. I need to, if somebody would email me their password, I just want to check it. I want to see the um, Daniel Negreanu one where he talks about uh, poker. Yeah, you could do the two for one thing where you buy one and like give oh, one man. to somebody. Yeah, right. So somebody kid. buy it and then give me the other one because I just spent sixty bucks on Animal Planet or whatever animal it's called. Animal, <laughs> animal Planet. Whatever it's called, and I'm broke now. So Safari Planet. Um, more to check out online today. You can see the SNL skits, let kids drink. Of course, the masterclass all at FredAngie.com. Trending stories, we'll get to them in a couple of minutes. Sam Smith, Demi Lovato, I'm ready on 103.5. It's a... Sam Smith, Demi Lovato, it's I'm ready, 103.5. Kiss FM, Chicago's number one hit music station, Fred and Angie. Trending stories and blogs, both next. Uh, small business in Tennessee has gotten some surprise support from the community when they needed it most. Lost and found records 
is in North Knoxville. They just learned that an anonymous donor paid off the store's rent from May. The owner learned of the generosity from her landlord, uh, but the landlord will not reveal who it is. Uh, all I can tell you is that you have a lot of people that love you and your store, and when she said that she wanted to know who it was, the landlord said that she was sworn to secrecy. In a Facebook post, the owner thanked her mystery donor from the bottom of her heart, writing that there are no words to describe how grateful she is. She says that she hopes to find out who it is one day to personally thank that person, which is why it's so important to support, you know, whatever your favorite place is. If it's a bakery, a restaurant, mm-hmm. if it's a store, uh, if there's a way for you to support them right now for the next few weeks. And then probably well into the rest of the year, I would think, because they're talking about opening restaurants maybe in June, but then only to a, a, a small capacity. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to a guy on Friday who was telling me that, you know, that the takeout barely keeps the doors open for, yeah. for most of these places. And then even when they open at 25% or 50%, you know, that's really only going to help them to bring some of the staff back and pay them, but they're still going to have people furloughed because, you know, a a business that's used to having 250 people at a time in there, and now they can only have 70 or something. Yeah. They're not going to be able to bring back all their staff. Yeah. So it's going to be a while, I think, before they get back to anywhere near making the kind of money that they were and seeing the traffic that they were. And I'm sure people are still going to be a little bit leery about, I mean, at first, everyone's going to want to go outside. And then yeah. people are probably going to be like, yeah. yeah. But it's going to be weird when you go to your favorite restaurant and presumably you know, your waiter serves you in a shield. It's, yeah, the energy is going to feel so and different. And there won't be anyone because, near you because you're not really socializing right. because it's, it's weird. It's weird. I, you know, that's one of the things I miss most is going out to like restaurants and, sure. you know, I love the energy of like lots of people and the music and, the, and it's going to feel very different. Wow. So, and that's why we're plugging some local businesses every morning. And uh, so, please let us know at fredangie.com about your restaurant, your business. If you're doing takeout, delivery, whatever it is, throw some gift cards. We'll give them away. Tell everybody that you're open and, and get some folks out there. Uh, Black Eyed Peas now. Trending stories next on 103.5. What's trending? Trending. What's trending in Chicago with Fred and Angie on 103.5 KISS FM. All right. So, the Blue Angels are coming to Chicago tomorrow as part of their salute to healthcare workers and first responders fighting the coronavirus. The world-renowned Navy pilots have been paying tribute with a series of flyovers in America's major cities. The next round of flyovers is slated for Detroit, Chicago, and Indy tomorrow. Awesome. Um, And they'll have the times and the routes, the overhead times and routes, sometime today. So they say, stay home and stay safe, which is very cool. Uh, We'll have more on that tomorrow morning. Uh, Jerry Stiller, actor and comedian and father to Ben Stiller, has died of natural causes. He was 92. Hmm. Ben Stiller confirmed his father's death in the early hours of Monday morning of this morning, saying, I'm sad to say that my father, Jerry Stiller, passed away from natural causes. He was a great dad and grandfather and the most dedicated husband to Annie for about 62 years. He will be greatly missed. Love you, Dad. Stop short. Of course, he was on Broadway, <laughs> on Seinfeld, King of Queens. Um, he was amazing. Many, on Zoolander, many. like anything that Ben Stiller was on, you could usually see meet Jerry. The, he was in Meet the Bear, the, the Meet the Falkers, wasn't he? Was uh, he Meet the Falkers? No, no, I thought he was. No, a, no. I thought he was. He was uh, in Heavyweights. Who was, oh no, who was the dad? It was another famous actor. It was uh, De Niro. De Niro. De Niro, then, yeah. Um, no, uh, Dustin but Hoffman. Dustin, oh, Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman is who yes, I was thinking yes. of, yeah. And, um, um, yeah. Yeah, Little Richard, the self-proclaimed architect of rock and roll, died Saturday. He was 87. A lot of people passed away over the weekend. Mm-hmm. A close friend of Little Richard said the family is not releasing the cause of death. He was one of rock and roll's founding fathers, joining Chuck Berry and Fats Domino in bringing black R&B into the mainstream. He sold more than 30 million records Worldwide, also Ray Horn of Siegfried and Roy.
passed away from complications of the coronavirus. He was 75 years old. Uh, also very sad. Legendary folks. Roy Horn had a tough last 20 years. Yeah. Um, Siegfried said, today the world has lost one of the greats of magic, but I've lost my best friend from the moment we met. I knew Roy and I together would change the world. There could be no Siegfried without Roy and no Roy without Siegfried. I never got to see that act. Me either. My were parents at the did. Mirage? Yeah, yeah. They were at the Mirage. And then the Tigers, I guess, still live at the Mirage, which I also never saw. And you know, he, his face was attacked by one of the Tigers, mm-hmm. and then it turned out that they, they speculate that it was not... An attack per se. I guess the tiger thought in some way he was protecting him, and yeah. and you know didn't maybe yeah. know the, the tiger wasn't aware of his or her own strength. I'm not sure, but anyway, uh, he passed away over the weekend. Friday, a judge declined to dismiss charges against Lori Laughlin and her husband Massimo and other prominent parents accused of cheating uh, in the college admissions process. They argued that they were entrapped by federal authorities. Uh, the district judge rejected the, the defense's bid to toss the indictment over allegations of misconduct by FBI agents. In the case that's rocked the world of higher education, they're to go on trial in October on charges that they paid $500,000 to get their daughters into the University of Southern California as crew recruits, even though neither girl was a rower. They really uh, thought they were going to get away with this whole thing. I think they, they would, did. If they would have just, if she would have just played the guilty, jump, she would have been out of jail yep. already. Yep. You know what's funny is um, <laughs> Felicity, Felicity, Huffman's, right. Felicity yeah. Huffman's daughter... Wound up getting into a good school anyway. Yeah. On her own right. Recently. Yeah. I, it was a Carnegie Mellon. I can't was remember what school it was. Was it the same daughter? Or was it, was, a different it a, was it a different daughter? I don't know. but I'm I, not sure. I thought it was right. the same daughter. But, but even if it wasn't, you know, it's like they're not just obviously. Just the right way. Right. They, they have money and they're not yeah. stupid. So just, just yeah. you know, take what you get, I Let guess. Let your kids get in on their own merit. Exactly. Uh, Americans are killing bees because Idiots. they're worried about murder hornets. Um, they're killing all kinds of different bees now because they're afraid of these things. Which, by the way, they don't even want. The, the, as we told you Friday, the murder hornets don't want to murder you. They want right. the bees. They want bees. <laughs> right. Um, now people are killing all bees because of this, and experts <laughs> say it's a bad thing because bees pollinate approximately seventy-five percent of the fruits, nuts, and vegetables grown in the U.S. We need the bees. We need them. We, we do, we do need, need them. So uh, don't kill oh. the bees, and and don't be so scared about the murder hornets. I mean, if there's one like chilling nearby, maybe don't hang out with Run. it. Maybe don't be like. What's up, Murder Hornet? How you doing? Because you might get confused and then, you know, whatever. But uh, National Eat What You Want Day. That's been the last five weeks. And uh, National Women's Checkup Day today as well. We'll come back and do blogs and a thousand bucks next. Fred and Angie. Yeah, they talk better than they type. These are the radio blogs with Fred and Angie. Ready? All right, uh, like we're writing in our diary, 6.50 and 8.50 we do it. Anja. Dear blog, um, weekend was... Fine. It was relaxing yesterday, Mother's Day. Um, we I got to see my daughter, which was really nice. She made me. She painted me a painting, um, and it's a mama llama. <laughs> it's supposed to be me as a llama. It's cute. It's got a little bow in her hair. It was super super cute that she painted that for Love me. That. That, yeah, that was my gift. Um, we ordered a bunch of Bub City and pigged out. Yum. Yeah, we played our little Oculus um, VR games. <laughs> She got into a drunken uh, bar fight and kicked everybody's ass in the bar on the fight. Oh, wow. On the on the game. On the game. So, um, Mother's say, Day. What, what yeah. bar was open? <laughs> so, Mother's Day was nice. It was, like, super chill. I wish I would have been nice out yesterday, but, um, you know, one of the more mellow Mother's Day. But it was a nice weekend. That's all we did. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, dear blog. Yeah, Mother's Day was nice. I, I was trying to go to Arizona, but I don't know. I, I'm afraid. I'm afraid if I got some lingering Rona. 
in me somewhere that, yeah, my dad, my, my, all of them, I, my, you know, I don't know. I, hopefully I'll get there this week or get a test and go, or I, I'm not sure. I, I think I'm fine, but I would hate to be wrong. And then, you know, my dad is, as you know, had, is in a heart surgery and all kinds of other things. So uh, he's doing fine, but. Uh, he don't want you to. Yeah. No, I don't want to be responsible for that. No, <laughs> right. uh, but I had we had like an hour and a half uh, house party with mom yesterday. So it was mom and oh, Amanda cute. was there for part of it, but she uh, she was tired. I don't know. Some she was. She, I think she was high, honestly. But uh, <laughs> what? She, 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 my, well, they smoke a lot of weed over there. I mean, everybody does now, don't they? Isn't that what everyone's doing? You drink? Aren't you picking like at least one vice <laughs> during everyone's the coronavirus? Doing it. No, I'm serious. So like, cool. If it's not weed, then you're drinking. If you're not I'm doing, doing either all. one of those, then you're eating. I'm doing uh, all three of those. If yeah, you're not I'm doing one of down. those, then you're, you're you know, over-consuming content and probably not exercising. I mean, I feel like it's one of those categories. Anyway, I don't know. You just checked all my uh, all my coronavirus boxes. But yes, my aunt in Argentina was on it, so the inner circle was on it. Oh. Um, Colin was asleep, so he wasn't on yeah, it. because he's not allowed in the inner circle. Well, he's not in the inner circle. He's like, you got to stay in the other room. He's not in the inner circle, but he's a very close outsider, and he would have been welcomed into the, the uh, house party. However, he had, I don't know, he was doing something else. But so that was nice. It was, you know, the, I guess second best, best you can ask for. Yeah. Uh, and then Saturday, Kaylin was my uh, my helpful assistant, my very helpful assistant, by the way, the co-pilot. Um, yeah. This was a, this was a tricky one because uh, we we flew Hercules, a 120 pound, we think somewhere between seven and eight year old Mastiff. Uh, you may have heard the story Friday. He was in a house and the owner passed away. Um, another family adopted him. I'm not real sure on the details, but I think based on his second mom and the rescue bringing him to the airport in Noble, Illinois, um, I think the husband didn't want the dog and the wife did, and she was none too pleased to be giving him up. Um, nonetheless, the other option apparently was to put him down, which was not an option. Uh-uh. So we flew him here, and he's at the Lost Cove Animal Sanctuary uh, in the west suburbs. And he will either stay there or be adopted. But the word on the street was that he was going to be in high demand. Mm. He is such a sweet boy. Oh, how could you give him up? It I don't know. My heart. I thought about him all night and all next day. And I'm like, well, could I fit him in my bed? I mean, I, it was I mean like- he's a big boy. <sighs> He's uh, but he's a good boy. He's cute. And I didn't get the I didn't get the needy thing from him. Now, granted, apparently, no. I guess the thing is he's he spent the first six years of his life or something as the only dog and a single owner. And I guess he didn't necessarily love being part of a pack. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's probably hard to teach a dog at seven. Mm-hmm. You know, who would pack order and all that stuff. So I don't, he's set in his ways. But he was not aggressive. He wasn't mean. He just wanted me to have some part of me on him. I didn't have to keep petting him, but like if I had my leg or my hand, because I actually fell asleep for a hot second. But yeah, he just wanted to be near me. I may have to post a picture of you asleep <laughs> across the two back seats, uh, on, practically on top of the dog. Right. The dog also was asleep. If I would like move away from him, he would like look back and be like, "What's good? Like, are yeah. we not? Are we well, done with this?" He's Snuggle. a lot like us. He, ba- he peed a little because he got scared. We had some. Turbulence. It so. was a little turbulent. It was a little windy on Saturday. Again, we're talking about the dog, not yeah. you, Fred. Right? Well, here's the thing: <laughs> is there, there somebody in the back peed? We don't farted know and peed themselves. <laughs> somebody in the back of the plane. Oh my God! And I, thought, I thought it was pretty screwed up to blame it on the dog. <laughs> when 
this awful smell came from the back, and I'm like, oh, I'm God, like, oh, I could Ooh. taste it. It was the worst uh, part, and I was in that small plane. Oh, I was like, oh, I, you know, Gross. the dog looked fine when I looked back. It was you that that. The, that who was it? The, they who smelt it, dealt yeah. it. Ever smelt it, dealt it. Ever denied it, supplied it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was at the wrong end of that dog at that time. So but, you yeah, know. you know, I'm not sure, but I'll and I'll, I'll post the pictures again. I got a link to adopt him if you want to check out Hercules. So uh, and if you don't have a dog right now, then I think is he probably best? He, he's probably best in a family where he's the only dog. And he's um, so good. Please, he's adopt very him. good. He's very gentle. He's huge. Um, but very, very gentle. And it's the thing about it. I flew another Mastiff many years ago, Cassius, and he was so gentle, too. 160 pounds, this guy. Wow. And Holy. aside from his strength, um, <laughs> he was just nicest, most gentle dog. R.I.P. Cassius. He lived uh, to be eight. Aww. So, anyway. Uh, and they, and I love the story of Cassius because he went to, he's lived in Valparaiso. And uh, he his, his family built him a, a doghouse out of a tough shed. <laughs> and he drank out of a sink. He knew how That's to turn so the sink cute. on nice. to drink out of. He didn't know how to turn it off, though. Oh. <laughs> which was, you know, whatever. He knew how to turn it on, though, so he could he could get a drink when he wanted to out of the family sink, which I loved. Anyway, uh, we'll get all that up on our fredangie.com, also on my Instagram, Fred on Air. A thousand bucks. And the Monday, the most dramatic ever, Monday iHeartRadio Song Battle Night. Fred Angie. Live from the Wintrust Studios. WKSC-FM, Chicago. 103.5 KISS FM. And iHeartRadio Station. Here's Fred and Angie. Good morning, everyone. It's Monday, May 11th. It's my dad's birthday today. Oh, happy birthday. He is 53 today, which is exciting. Taurus. Uh-huh. Yeah, 53 years old. Wow. Yeah, isn't that young? Is he stubborn? Mm-hmm. Yeah. My mom's a Taurus, too. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's not 53. Is he sexual? I was going to say, wow, 53. No, he's, that, that would have made him... Uh, I was doing math in my head. 14, like, 15 when I was born, something like that? Yeah, no. It happens. Mm. I mean, it, it, it probably could have happened to him. It may have happened to him, actually. <laughs> We're just not sure about it. I mean, my uh, mom was 18. My mom was 22, 23? Yeah, young. Really young. Yeah. Man, if I had had a child at 23, that child this year would be 17 years old. Wow. I would love to see what that child would be like. He'd be brilliant, of course. <laughs> good looking, brilliant. Probably because of the other person, <laughs> because I have good taste. Because I, of the other person. I have excellent taste. I just don't, you know. Uh, all right. Well, well uh, a thousand bucks paying some bills. <laughs> Waiting by the phone after that. Uh, the entertainment report after that. What do you have in there? If you want some of this uh, Joe Exotic streetwear line. Uh, well, too late, yeah. You're going to have to wait a while. <laughs> You're going to have to get on eBay or something like that. Uh, yeah. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Monday iHeartRadio song battle. Everyone on Monday wakes up a little bit later these days, but we still wake up and we pick our favorite song that we want to hear today, for whatever reason, and we'll play the whole thing after 10. Here are your choices. Drake and Future. <laughs> I haven't heard that one in a minute. Huh? La, la, la. Really? Really? That's a surprising choice, kind of, actually. Uh, like okay, it. so log on fredangie.com. Cast your vote. We'll play the winner after 10. Kiss. 200. 200. Why'd they get blown off? We'll find out now in Waiting by the Phone with Fred and Angie. Melissa. Welcome to Waiting by the Phone. Glad you're here. Tell us about your date with Paul, how you met, sort of where things stand right now. 
Uh, okay. Um, so, Paul and I live in the same apartment complex. Oh, boy. Um, romantic. <laughs> and, some, and we would pass each other in the halls going uh, to our different house apartments. And, um, yeah, and sometimes we'd have a little bit of banter. I think we both were attracted to each other immediately. Anyway, <laughs> so, a couple weeks um, into seeing him around... <laughs> We got to talking, and he asked if I wanted to go out for drinks. Uh, and we did, and I didn't think it was a bad time, which is weird, because I normally do. Yeah, you so normally don't have any fun on dates? Like, you normally know... No... Lots of first sure. dates, you're saying, okay. right? Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but mostly because I haven't um, enjoyed the date. So I, I guess I'm feeling a little bit confused because I'm pretty good at reading vibes with people, especially uh, like when people like each other. And I don't think I'm off. I'm kind of just worried maybe something's wrong with him. Okay, because you haven't seen him or heard from him or anything. No, it's really awkward. Like, do not do this. Don't hook up with people that you live nearby. Well, what's the (laughs) old saying? Never crap where you eat? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's why when you first said it, I was like, oh, boy. Yeah, that's not a good thing. But nonetheless, you liked him, and it's bugging you that you haven't seen him or heard from him after what you thought was a successful day. did he get kidnapped? What happened? Okay. Well, we, we can figure out what's going on. We'll call him. We'll see if we can get him on the phone and see what he tells us. Maybe uh, maybe he did get kidnapped. Maybe he's now been recovered and found and he's okay or, or whatever. Um, he ran away to you know. join the, I and, don't and know, right. Doctors Without Borders. That's what he did. He became a doctor and he's there. <laughs> and he's and when he gets back, yeah. then he'll go on a date and we'll pay for That's it. Right. Who knows what happened, but we'll uh, we'll try and figure it out for you next. Can you hang on for a second? Sure. I hear what happens next. Part two after Black Bear on 103.5. Black Bear, it's 103.5. Kiss FM, Chicago's number one hit music station. Fred and Angie are here. The Entertainment Report after part two of Waiting by the Phone. Melissa. Hi. Welcome back. Uh, we're going to call Paul. You guys live in the same apartment complex. Went on a date. You thought it was a successful date. Had a good time. You haven't heard from him, though, since the date. And you want to know why? Yeah. I do. We'll call him now. <laughs> Good luck, okay? Good luck. Oh, okay. I'm so nervous. Hello? Hi, is this Paul? Uh, Yeah, this is. Hey, Paul. Good morning. It's Fred and Angie calling from the morning radio show on KISS FM in Chicago. And I'm sorry to bother. I do have to tell you that we are on the radio right now. And I would need your permission to keep talking. Is it cool if we keep going? Uh, Yeah, that's fine. Perfect. Thank you so much for calling on behalf of a girl named Melissa who reached out to us. I guess she lives in your apartment complex and you guys, you met and had some drinks and she had a good time and was hoping to hear from you again. Do you remember this girl? Uh, yes. Yes, I do. So what happened? Why haven't you called her? Is everything okay? Did you join Doctors Without Borders or what happened? <laughs> no, nothing like that. Um, you know... Uh, we we did. We had a good time. Uh, you know, we had uh, some dinner and some drinks, you know, uh, walked around the city. Uh, it was great. Uh, the only problem, the only problem was, is that like she kept asking me to take, you know, pictures of her, you know, like, like, you know, Insta pictures, you know what I mean? For Instagram. Okay. First, so, so pictures for her to post. Yeah. Like, like at first I was like, Oh, okay. This, you know, this is cute. She's, you know, taking a couple of pictures of, you know, for our date and stuff like that. And then she, you know, 
the more and more, you know, it's like she just wanted him solo. You know what I so mean? So you weren't and in these then, pictures. Like, you were like her photographer or something. No, no, yeah. I wasn't even there. And that's the thing. Like, that's that's what it felt like. It was like, it was, it was like you know, next thing you know, she's like, oh, well, I don't know. The, the, the lighting here is not too good. Can you angle it this way? Oh, God. Way? Uh, you okay, know, this can is, I jump in here? Side. Um, I forgot to mention that Melissa's here, Paul. I'm sorry. Melissa, Paul. Yeah, we uh, She's oh. here and listening, and you guys know each other. I, I always forget that part. Every time. Wait a minute. So, wait. This guy... This guy becomes your photographer on the date, like what? Yeah, buy your drink and buy the river yeah. and buy the in the red. Like, what's the deal? Hold on. <laughs> this is the silliest and stupidest thing I have ever heard as a complaint of someone. He is acting like we did an hour-long photo shoot. I asked him a couple of times to take the picture better. No, you know, no, she, it was she, so sorry, dark. She, She's right. We didn't. We didn't do an hour long photo shoot. That's my bad. We did a two hour long photo shoot. Oh my All right? god! I'd be really annoyed too if, like, every couple of minutes, the girls like take a picture of me. Yeah. You know, for my social media or whatever. It's like, what, what am I here for? Are you a professional yeah, like, blogger or something? Yeah, we already had that person on. Enjoy taking pictures of yourself them on social media that, with your face yes, in them. But it was celebrating the date we were having, and honestly, if we, if I was your actual girlfriend, you would. Still have to take pictures of me like that's something to get used to. It's one thing to take a selfie or like a picture on a date. It's another one to make a huge production out of it and do like exactly. a full photo shoot it with three not. point lighting. And, and how are direction. you celebrating the date if he's not a part of the pictures? You're celebrating yourself. Exactly, and it's our first. No. It's our first date. This is the time that we're supposed to get to know each other and talk. It's like it's like going to movie, like to a movie on a first date. You just don't I honestly do it. Thought you like you know what I mean? pictures. You come off kind of like a narcissist. You realize that? <laughs> yeah, seriously, like that's that's. That I'd be annoyed too. I'm like, what does this person think of herself that we're spending the whole date with me taking pictures of you? So that I don't even like people's Instagram that are only pictures of their face. It's like, what, yeah. give me, give me some it's substance. Like you don't look different every day. You're not like, a baby. You're not changing all the time. Like, what are you? At least yeah. you know what you're doing. Uh, yeah, exactly. And so it, I get it. It was, it was, a tur it was a turn off. Like you know what I mean. Like everything else was nice, but you know, as it's like a, a, a professional photographer studio. No, and, honestly, and you I just. Uh, no, you I, complaining I, about taking a couple of photos is quite honestly a huge turnoff for me. Okay. You're acting like I made you do this for like look, the Melissa, you're, you're, you're acting like we had. That's no what he says. That's what he says That's happened. You're, you're very, you know what? You're very attractive, Melissa. I, you know, I didn't. I enjoyed my time with you. You know, uh, except except for that part. I mean, you gotta, you know, you gotta tone that down. Like, you know, especially. Okay. <laughs> So there's no second date like then. I have some kind of addiction. Like, is this an intervention now? Yes, you're right. You're on intervention on A&E. We're going to yes. send you to a facility in San yourself. Mateo. Yeah. They're going to fix you. Oh Look, is it, can you guys get Your past this? Your drug of choice is you. <laughs> can you get I past mean, this? Can I, we pay for another I date? I would see her, but she's got to, like, tone it down with the, with the pictures. That's all. Like, be in the moment and enjoy hanging out with me and not worrying about the next selfie pic. That's... Uh, Melissa, that, can you do that? that can happen? Honestly, wow, you can't do it. So, okay, wow. I'm so embarrassed that this is what this this is the problem that I can't get past that. Okay, so you don't want another I, date now. Okay, I I don't think I could if somebody is literally that adverse to taking a couple of photos of me. 
Okay, so no second date. I don't. I, you guys have very vastly different version of this story. So I'm sorry that it's not going to work out. But thank you both for talking with us. And yeah, it's uh, all good. if you want it, Paul, if you want any update on what she's doing in the next five minutes, just look on Instagram because there'll be a photo of it. I'm sure to commemorate this. Oh experience. my god. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Here's me on right, the radio. Guys. Take a selfie right now, Melissa. And post it. Oh. And tag us. Fine. <laughs> this is Angie's Entertainment Report. Yes! With Fred and Angie on 103.5 KISS FM. Sadly, there were a lot of celebrity deaths over the weekend. Uh, Little Richard, Jerry Stiller, and Andre Harrell, founder of Uptown Records, died at the age of 59. He started working for Def Jam in 1983, where he was vice president, became general manager of the label. After Def Jam, he founded Uptown Records. That's where he hired Diddy, Sean Diddy Combs, as an intern and launched the careers of Mary J. Blige, Heavy D and the Boys, Jodeci, Teddy Riley, eventually Biggie. Uh, Harrell recently served as vice chairman of Diddy's music television network, Revolt. He died of heart failure over the weekend. A Target candle that supposedly smells like Harry Styles is now out of stock. Diehard Harry fans knows he wears Tom Ford's tobacco vanilla fragrance, and somehow fans discovered that the cashmere vanilla candle made by Target's Threshold brand smells exactly like the cologne. So the candle sold out online, almost impossible to find on shelves and stores too. Threshold's working to produce more of the candle, uh, but there's no timetable for when they'll be back in stock. Whatever smells like Harry. Um, the streetwear line inspired by Tiger King star Joe Exotic's infamous feud with Carol Baskin sold out within hours of soft launching and brought in $20,000 in sales. Since the full line debuted on Wednesday, 7,000 t-shirts, hoodies, sweats, and face masks have been sold online. The merch is labeled with the words revenge. Love thy backstabber and success, along with images of Bengal tigers. The phrases are a nod to the big dispute between Carol Baskin and Joe Exotic, chronicled by the Netflix show, uh, which ended in Joe Exotic's conviction for plotting to have Baskin killed. The show also sparked conspiracies about the death of her husband. Exotic claimed on the show that she fed him to the tigers and droves of fans believe him, hence the revenge messaging. So you're going to have to wait. It looks like something that would, you know, like an Ed Hardy type thing. How much impulse shopping have you done during coronavirus? Because I think if if I had a useless product that was rele- that was like relevant or pop culture esque, I would want to release it right now because people totally. have all the time in the world to just buy it. You know, because they're bought online. A lot of crazy more. stuff. I bought a Lori Lightfoot face mask that I can't wait to get. Is it actually of Lori Lightfoot's <laughs> yeah, face? It's her face. Yeah. over your face. Oh, <laughs> she's watching you. She is. Yeah. She says, "Go home." Oh. Um. So yeah, I bought a lot of crap. What else? Um. What did I buy on Amazon? We bought a power washer. Because oh. we want to, I guess, clean the patio. Sure. And stuff like that. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> Those are very satisfying to own, though. I am so excited I, to use I, it. My parents have one, and I've seen the pro. And it's very satisfying. I like and they watching have videos, the videos of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, like yeah. it. It's yeah. so crazy how different things look once you power wash it. Yeah. Oh. So, yeah, just a lot of dumb stuff like that. Uh, more to check out online today. Um, SNL over the weekend. It was their finale. It was their last SNL at home series. They did a really, really good job. I loved um, all the skits they did. I loved the Masterclass one. I loved the one. Did you see the graduation one where Trump did the commencement speech? No, I only saw that. Um, I only saw Let Kids Drink. 
Let Kids Drink. That's all I saw. It was awesome. If you want to see that whole thing, Let Kids Drink in Quarantine, it's at fredanchi.com. And if you're offended by that, I don't even want to hear about it. Then you don't get SNL. I mean, come on. Then you don't get humor. Come on, guys. You don't get satire. Though. No one's drinking, really, unless it, it helps them sleep better. Um, <laughs> I bought, I saw an article on Facebook about a guy who was obsessed with flying, I believe it's called Chrono Air. Which is, I want to say it's called Chrono Air, which is North Koreans, North Korea's official airline. Mm-hmm. It's rated the worst airline in the world. Oh, it yeah. has the oldest fleet of, of Russian airplanes. And they only fly from a few places now. Do, do North Koreans even, are they even allowed to fly well, anywhere? Well, they have an airline. <laughs> I guess some people are. but And some people are allowed to go there. But anyway, he was so obsessed with it. Then he, he's like a professional photographer. So he took all these very artful photos of his experience on Chrono, I believe it's called Chrono Air. And there's a book about him. Croyo. Croyo. Air Croyo. There you go. And so he, um, so yeah, and for some reason I've been obsessed with North Korea lately. I don't know why, but there's also <laughs> a Michael Palin. I want to say it's National Geographic or BBC. Michael Palin did a three-part series about traveling there, and it's fascinating. North Korea's one-star yeah. airline, they call it. If, if, you're, if you have any interest in, in like, and I'm not obsessed with anything going on there, it is, but but I will tell you that the... <laughs> The the three part series is so fascinating because he's such a good storyteller and he's just showing up as a person who like wants to see and they treat him accordingly and what he's what they show him and what he has access to is so orchestrated and in one scene he goes to an airport to take a flight the airport is completely empty mm. his flight is the only flight brand new airport completely empty his flight's the only flight and the entire airport is stocked and staffed. For wow. him, that's it. Every single thing. There's people behind it. Isn't that just the, a look, though? Yeah, no, the whole yeah. thing. They take him to a house of an average person, and she has this cornucopia, this bounty of food. And, I mean, it's like this whole thing. I don't know. Anyway, wow. but the, the book, it turns out, was like a year old, sold out everywhere, everywhere. And so I went on this mad dash to find this book. I found it. Hmm. In London, and they're sending it to me. I think the shipping was more than the book. But it's like these really, really cool pictures this guy took of his time on the world's worst airline. Wow. And I don't know why I had to have it, but I, I had a it couple hours to spare. So <laughs> I mean, you know, Normally, I would have been like, I don't have time for this and moved on. Oh, no, I have plenty of time. Let's let's find the book. And, like a documentary about that. Um, be interesting. Well, he goes on the airline a bunch. Uh, yeah. in this thing. It, actually, it doesn't matter. Like, if you hate North Korea or don't care about it, you should still watch this because it's amazing. It's the, the I don't know. Just it's really something. One uh, star. Yeah, I oh, will do good news stories next. A thousand bucks again after ten. Fred and Angie. Feels good. Yeah. It feels good with Fred and Angie on one zero three five Kiss FM. Uh, we love to tell you about good news, positive things happening in the world. Now we're doing it like five times a day on Kiss. By the way, uh, what'd you find, Angie? Well, thousands of employees at a hospital in New York City have received a well-deserved surprise for their hard work fighting the coronavirus. Over 4,000 staff members at NYC Health and Hospitals got the good news that they're being treated to a complimentary three-night vacation, courtesy of Hyatt Hotels and American Airlines. It is. Um, Why not? They got the rooms and they have the space on the plane, so why not? It's a public hospital in Queens and was called the center of the crisis by the city's health department in March. They've increased their ICU uh, unit capacity by 500% during the pandemic, and now they're being rewarded for their efforts. Everyone from doctors and nurses to faculty and food service teams are getting a trip, which they can use for destinations in the U.S. and the Caribbean to help them recharge and reconnect with their 
loved ones once they're able to. The president of American Airlines says we hope that the time away will help them and their loved ones recharge so they feel our deepest appreciation for their sacrifice. That's awesome. That's really cool. Yeah. This is such a good idea, and I don't know where else if other states are doing this or what, but I do know about this. Governor Gavin Newsom of California has announced an exciting new plan there to bring three nutritious meals a day to the seniors in need while also providing meaningful work to those who have lost their jobs due to the coronavirus pandemic. The first program, I guess it's the first of its kind, it's called Great Plates Delivered. It'll support struggling restaurants to rehire or retain staff, prepare the meals, and then deliver them to those in need. Eligible seniors will be provided with 21 meals a week. All of this will be accomplished through a partnership with the Federal Emergency Management Agency, FEMA, and state and local governments. FEMA is going to cover 75% of the cost with the state picking up most of the remaining tab and restaurants will be reimbursed. Uh, $16 for breakfast, $17 for lunches, $28 for dinners. The partnership will allow restaurants to start rehiring people or keep people currently employed and start preparing meals, three meals a day, seven days a week, and have those meal deli- meals delivered to our seniors throughout the state of California. Very which cool. is such a good idea. I love Gavin. Uh, I know. Come on, Gavin. Oh. Fine ass. Well, you, I think you like looking at Gavin. Right? That too, yes. I got a meal for you. Whoa. <laughs> <Are you>? Really? <laughs> Alright, fine, I'm gonna do it. Fine. What? what I had to think about it for a minute, but I'm gonna I'm gonna Doja Cat. 954-1035, KISS FM, Chicago's number one hit music station. Fred and Angie, a thousand bucks paying some bills this after ten. We'll do that. Um entertainment report as well. So I got this this message uh-huh. over the weekend. Ooh. And I've already been told um by one person that I've I've spent uh, in in asking him to uh, give me his two cents because he knows the person involved and in, in those two minutes I already gave this too much thought. But I I could have <laughs> and I'm not trying to blow this person up by any means because I don't I don't um, I just okay so I used to work with a guy a very long time ago. Uh, in, in another place, not, not here, in my career. And he was a very nice guy, very talented guy. Um, and someone who I, you know, I thought we were cool. We were very different, very different. But we were good and whatever, fine. Um, and we sort of fell out of touch. I didn't think that we were not friends. I didn't think we were friends. I just thought, you know, whatever. It's just, mm-hmm. uh, whatever. We're just different. And and he kind of aligned with certain people at the, at the radio station. And I kind of aligned with different people. And it just, you know. And granted, uh, at this point in my career, I was not all that disciplined. I was um, I was young. I had something to prove. Uh, I was in a no-win situation that everybody thought we were not going to win, and then we did. Which sounds it, like you had an attitude problem. I mean, I, <laughs> I think I did. No, I was like I had like a big chip, right? Like I, I must say, I was I wasn't mean to anyone, but there were certain people I didn't get along with, and I had you know I don't know. Yeah, did you ever have that? You ever had that in your life or in your career where it was like everyone's counting me out? Oh yeah, and, yes. and, and all the time, and I the pro- whole time, and <laughs> I and I overcompensated because I maybe deep down inside had overcompensated my lack of belief in what I could accomplish with with hubris, right? With like too much confidence. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyway, it worked because you know I, I wound up here, which was the goal. And then I think once I wound up here, I was able to sort of recalibrate and say, okay. Uh, I'm not going to be able to do my whole career like that. Anyway, whatever. I get this message from this guy. So I haven't talked to him in like 12 years. Mm -hmm. I'm going to read this to you. Yes. And I just, 
I want to know honestly what your initial reaction is to this when you first read it, because that's what I questioned in myself, was the snap judgment that I made when I read this. Lay it on I me. didn't know how to feel. Lay it on me. Verbatim. It says, I know you can't tell the full story by someone social, but I just wanted to say that I really admire some of the life choices that you're making. The last however many years since I've seen you looks to have molded you into an awesome person. I hope we can connect at some point in the future and make a second go around at our friendship. Okay. That sounds really nice, yeah. actually. I was insulted. What? Why? <laughs> oh, you you admittedly say that you probably weren't I was not unkind, I was not unkind to him, though. Um, um, even if you weren't unkind to him, if you were putting out a certain energy, maybe he felt like, I don't know what, but... Look, Why would he say second round at our friendship? My, like, my, what happened? What, I don't know. We just I, I, I didn't think we ended. There was no... There was I, no friendship. He and I never fought. <laughs> we were just cool. Like yeah. He and I never fought. or We just had very different lifestyles. I At that point in my life, I was going out a lot. I was having a good old time. And this guy was a little more about not that lifestyle. Business. Uh-huh. Not even business. I think he's a he's a, a spiritual guy, and he oh. wasn't so much into oh, oh, the, oh. The, the the booze. If this and is wasn't who so I much. think it is. I don't think you know. No, it's but it's one of his people. But anyway, let me tell you how. And, and the only reason I bring this up is not to call this guy out. It's to, it, it's because something in my brain maybe maybe I'm I'm not maybe I am. I maybe need to like check myself. Okay, here. but well, you the way need the backstory of the fact that this person was religious or is religious. But I don't know that that's important. But, but it one- is important because it sounds judgmental once you go that way. But I, it sounds I, I don't, like you weren't living right, and all of a sudden now but you're I don't doing know that, these things. I, I hear that, but I didn't even go to a religious place. The way that I the my split second interpretation of this was: I know you can't tell the full story by social. So what he's saying is maybe I'm wrong. Or maybe you're, maybe, you're a po- a dick. maybe you're a maybe you're posing on social media right. as a decent person, but now you're making good choices, and now I think you're worthy of my friendship. Yeah, that's the way that I read that, and people. I and sent, that was out of the blue. Yeah, like no lead up to and that. And I sent that to a couple different people, and a couple different people have had different interpretation. One person was like, "I would have been so insulted by that message." Another person was just like, "You guys, like, sounds nice. It sounds nice until like." The backstory. Yeah. I honestly have, and I responded to him something to the effect of, you know, what did I write? I'll tell you what I wrote. <laughs> you, you, just, know. you just have to like and that's it. <laughs> no, and here's the thing. I, I choose to believe that he has good intentions and... I don't like I don't like the condescending I, I, it, it, tone. I tend to believe he meant well, and I will accept that and say that's nice. He, he didn't pro- he didn't have to write the message at all. He probably meant well, but it does come off condescending, knowing No, it does. I don't think so. And my response to him was, Hey, great to hear from you. Not sure if I deserve much credit, just grateful to have the opportunity to use my passions to help out a little bit. When we met I was much less mature. That's for sure, but frankly, I'm glad I had a chance to make those mistakes and grow, and that's all I can ask for. Okay. And he didn't respond to that. So my thinking is maybe he figured out... Go F yourself? Well, maybe it was because <laughs> you didn't comment on the friendship Yeah. Thing. Like, he's so probably hey, like, man, reach okay. out anytime. No, I'm but trying like, to be your friend, and but, you're like... But why is he trying to be his friend thing. now? But here's the thing. Why he was, wasn't he good enough to be your friend he, he before? He could have called me at any point. I would have said, hey, dude, great to hear from you, man. Like, I don't have an issue with him. I never did, even though I was very clear on our differences. You know? I, I, and- I, I can kind of understand that. I had somebody in my life that you know way back in the day when I started in this business. I was 22. 
too. And being ridiculous and at the bars every night and yada yada. And I was immature and I did say a lot of stupid things. And now they're like very nice and I don't know, going out of their way to act like now I'm worthy of them to speak to them. And you've changed and you finally grew up. And it's like, well, I was 22. Like, what, do you, what did you expect me to act like? I wasn't, yeah. I wasn't, you know, it was an older person and, and somebody that was trying to mentor me, but in a really condescending way. And so now they're, they think that I've graduated to the place where I should, you know, be friends with them because I'm, I'm suddenly more mature. It's like, well, yeah, I'm more mature because it's mm-hmm. 20 years later or whatever. So I, I don't even know that I think he's wrong. I just, I guess I'm not sure if it's for me to present an opportunity to be in my life in a way that makes it seem like I now approve of you. Because I never disapproved of him despite our differences. And I didn't even know we had an issue. I just thought we grew apart. And again, what I'm also doing this for, I'm, I'm venting about this, is to say maybe my maybe my f- mental filter for what I'm willing to... Ex- <laughs> maybe I'm the one who's still not calibrated properly as far as how I take that message. But... The I truth think his is, delivery was wrong. I was I was much younger. I was fourteen years younger. Right. I, I thought I was. Well, I, I thought change. I was there to make a big splash, and I I thought I was. You know, everyone's like, "There's no way that you're going to beat the competing show in that market." Same thing when we came here. By the way, people it was the change, same thing. People grow. That, that radio station is done. That the, the radio station you're competing against is so much bigger and it's been around so much longer. There's no way you will ever win. The the hole that was dug by your predecessor is so deep that you will never win. And I can't tell you that the first six years, I wasn't just, like, you know, you talk about the, the last dance last night. Mm-hmm. There was one central figure in my head that motivated me <laughs> to get us to, to and, and I know everyone here has been motivated and, and done their part, but there was one central figure who now smiles and says that he's proud of me and happy about yeah. me. He told everybody I, when I got here that I sucked and that he was going to kick my ass, and now I'm kicking his. <laughs> and I love it. And I can't tell you that didn't motivate me. And maybe that makes me unhealthy, but like, whatever, it worked. I think when, I, here's the problem, though. See, the only problem with that is when you're motivated, when you're motivated by um, outside influences instead of being motivated by, you know, like your blinders on and, and doing your thing and being motivated motivated by your team instead of being motivated by somebody that's telling you you can't. It's like, you want to be it's hard to not be motivated by your haters, but it's better to be motivated by your supporters, you know, and the people that are trying well, to lift you up. And now we have them and now we have that. And so I've shifted my mentality and I'm grateful for all of it. But I guess maybe the reason that this has been so much on my mind is because of the last dance last night, because Jordan, I'm surprised that Jordan was willing to admit that guys got in his head and that that motivated him. I thought he was just so good mm-hmm. and he was so confident in his work ethic and he was just that much better than everybody else that he didn't even need to be focused on yeah, someone you, who was so much less than him and 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 the, that fueled him and yeah. he was willing to sit there on ESPN to the world and say no that one gesture by that one guy yeah. pissed me off so much good game Mike yeah. Yeah. yeah but you also see his other teammates and everybody in the league say what a dick he was well and well, when and, it comes at a cost yeah, and I guess that's the thing anyway I'm not excusing my behavior I'm not even saying he's wrong I, I didn't conduct myself at, at, at my very best at all times. I also don't think I knew at that point how to do that. Um, I wasn't, I didn't, I didn't know what I didn't know, you know? And, and right. 
some of those things I would take back, but it's just like Jordan was talking about last night. Some of the stuff he did, even though it makes him look like a dick, he wouldn't take it back no. either. I don't regret some of the decisions I made about people, not this guy, but about other people. They were not looking out for my best interest, and I told him so. And I think at the time, it was premature, um, and I got lucky because we had a little success. So now I feel like I, you know... I was right. <laughs> I, I, could, I could be, uh, you know, um, I don't know, working somewhere else and I was wrong. But I, maybe I wasn't. I don't know. Maybe I was never wrong. I'm not sure. But I'm not sure how, I'm not sure how to, I choose to take that as, you know what, you're, I see that you're, you know, able to do some nice things and uh, that's good for you and I would like to be your friend again. That's how I choose to take it. But I, I won't tell you that I didn't go through a process of, was that an insult, actually? <laughs> How long did you take to respond to him? I responded in about five minutes, and I thought oh. about it for about 12 more hours. <laughs> why, why did you not talk about the friendship aspect? You don't want that? No, I didn't even... I guess I thought I, I guess I thought we were establishing a dialogue. I guess I thought he would respond he to that. He probably feels shut down because you just answered every other part of the message except for the, like, yeah. I would like to be friends. Well, again. because I, I, I never... I never if that guy had called me... responded to the personal insult part of it, yeah. but didn't uh -huh. respond to the, I want to... He was trying to, to reach out. I want to be I, friends I, with you. I kind of affirmed what he was saying, that it was possible that, that he's right, and but but yet... Do you want to be friends with him? Sure. I mean, I guess... I, Say that if you do. I mean, I mean, I, I don't. I don't not want to be. <laughs> I don't not want to be friends. I'm not. I don't shun. Like I don't. You know. I don't. You're not really looking for new friends. I didn't realize that. Like I said, if that dude had said, uh, "Hey, Fred, I'm in Chicago. You want to have an Italian beef? I'd buy the guy an Italian beef." I, I didn't realize that we had an issue. But he yeah. he's being a little vulnerable by saying he's you know open to trying again yeah. friendship wise. No, well then I, maybe I'll write back. It was more an apology on his part. Yeah. Like yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe, yeah. I took it, yeah. Yeah. And then I accidentally sent him a wash your hands meme. <laughs> I, I don't even know how it happened. Like, oh, no! <laughs> now you're like, guess, oh, he hasn't changed. I guess I wrote, I just, I, I read the thing over and over so many times, and I screenshotted yeah, it. So and in the process like, of screenshotting it, I accidentally sent, a, <laughs> like, the number one meme right there was yeah. wash your hands. So then I wrote back, I'm not sure why that was sent, but and wash your hands, dude. On yeah, no, I did. Oh, no. Well, okay, I don't want him to think I really, but it's I do. Like, I washed my hands of this conversation. It's an yeah. important, it's an important <laughs> reminder. So I'm going on doing Styles, 103.5, KISS FM, Chicago's number one hit music station. Fred and Angie, a new romantic comedy called Love in the Time of Corona. He's oh, in the works at the Freeform Network. The four-part series is described as a funny and hopeful look at the search for love, sex, and connection during this unprecedented time of social distancing. Let me tell you a, free, uh, a few words and phrases that I could go without ever hearing again. Unprecedented. Unprecedented. New normal. Bending the curve. Bending the curve. Um, um, the new normal thing. is, And I get the it. new normal. I get it, but it's like, can we come up with a Did different Did you see the uh, preview? I know you watch 90 Day Fiance. Did you see the preview for the show? Show this started. Love is live. She knows, so don't tell me anything because I oh. I committed to the last dance last night, which means I haven't yet watched Billions, okay. and I haven't yet watched Ninety Day Fiance because those are all on at the same time. And so is Insecure, which I haven't watched yet, and the Atlanta Housewives finale. There's so much. So I had to prioritize, guys. I had to prioritize, and uh, I thought. I wish they would stop, like, you know, like, front-loading Sundays with 8 million, oh. Rachel. Like, spread it out. Oh, well. Like Sundays have everything. I guess you got on demand now, so. But I, I figured, what is it we're going to talk the most about tomorrow? And I had to sort of flip a coin, and the last dance won. And it was worth it. Always. It was worth it. Uh, anyway, this show will be on in August. It'll be filmed <laughs> using remote technologies while using actors' real living spaces as the backdrop. So it's, it's, a, it's, a it's not even real. It's not even real. 
Uh, never mind. Uh, Camila Cabello's on commercial free on Kiss.